sit back, relax, and let the sissy whisper educate your soul. Hello, 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 all my princesses. It is the Sissy Whisperer, Amelia Divine, back for another episode. This is episode 108, Chastity. Oh yes, time to lock it up. There has been so many questions from you girls about chastity and why you should do it, and then the little whiny complaints I get about, I don't want to use chastity. Uh, All right, my goal on this episode is to tell you why you do want chastity. You'd be surprised. So how has everybody been doing? And I know I did not put up an episode last month. I didn't even let y'all know anything that was going on. I am sure that I had my little sissy princesses sitting around and playing in their panties on a Wednesday and saying, oh, my sissy whisperer, she's not around. I apologize for that. Life happened and there was absolutely nothing I could do about it. But we are back. We're back in hopefully we're on a good level playing field now. You know, I can't promise there's bumps in the roads. I have a life. What can I say? I have a life. Um, so I have to ask a question. Who had fire tornadoes on their bingo card this month? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. Uh, whoever's got the bingo card for 2020, can we just rip that shit up? Cause I am done. I am done. It has been nothing but insanity. And I have heard the insanity not only from just the news and all of that crazy bullshit, but there is insanity going on in the sex workers world. And you got to watch out for that shit because it just getting crazy. You know what I mean? So what I want to do is I want to just have a fun episode. I don't want to deal with any of this kind of crazy bullshit out there. I want this to be y'all's little hour of escape, an hour for education, an hour for some fun. And I want you all to be ready because I have some announcements that are going to be coming up, some little things I've been working on and some things that I know you're going to love. I'm loving it. I'm having a blast with it. And yes, that does mean that I am putting way more kettles into the fire than I should should be, but that's just how I roll, isn't it? (laughs) So all my little sissy princesses, I want you to go there and I want you to turn off your phones. I want you to put on your panties. I want you to slide up your stockings, put your little bras on and dab a little bit of lip gloss on those perky little cock-sucking lip of yours because I will be right back. Hey there boys, are you wanting to release some tension? Do you want to explore your fantasy or kink with a sexy woman? You should contact Phone Sex Castle today for the best beauties who will make you play, groan and come hard. We want your cocks and calls right now for no taboo phone sex. You can find us at phonesexcastle.com. We are the beauties who will rock your cock just how you want it. So that's phonesexcastle.com. My name is Colette and I am one of those beauties. So if you want to talk to me, reach me at phonesexcastle.com forward slash Colette. We're waiting for you. Ooh, what a sexy little voice you have, Colette. How many of my sissies out there got a little surprised when you heard a woman with a beautiful English accent talking about a brand new site called Phone Sex Castle? Go ahead, raise your hands. Both hands, get them off your clitty. Raise your hands. Good girls. I know y'all are excited, and I'm excited too. This is actually the surprise that I have been teasing quite a few of my sissies about when they ask, you know, what have you been up to? And all I've been saying is, oh, I'm just helping a friend with a new website, just helping a friend with a new website. Well, the new website is phonesexcastle.com. And my friend is a woman that I love and admired 
and I have worked with at the other company for 11 years, and I know that she has integrity. I know how honest she is, and I know how this is her life. This is what she does, and I am very happy that she has decided to open her own website and give you the horny little bastards that you are, another place to be able to play and feel like a king. So, yes, I am managing over there at Phonesets Castle, along with Simone, who is the general manager, and Stephanie, who is the owner. But the other surprise that we have is soon we'll be opening a sister site. And that sister site is going to be Phonesex Dungeon. And Phone Sex Dungeon is going to be led by yours truly. You heard that right. I will be general manager of Phone Sex Dungeon. That means that I will be in charge of everything that happens in my dungeon. And when you step into my dungeon, you will become my slave and you will love every fucking second of it, won't you? Yes, it is a no taboos company. You could talk about anything that you want to talk about. Perfectly fine. We don't have any limitations on that. It is discreet billing. So you don't have to worry about us selling your emails or taking anything from you or anything like that. It's all completely discreet. You don't have to worry about anything like that. And it is one-on-one. You don't just get thrown in some kind of rotation and hopefully you got somebody there. No, the person you call is the person that you're getting. So when she's available and you give her a call, she's there. She's for you. And that's all you have to worry about. So take it from me. Phonesets Castle is going to be a wonderful place. And I already think that it is a wonderful place, but you're going to have to go over there and check it out on your own. And when you do, I would love to hear back from you. I'd love to hear some feedback. I can't make anything better unless I know what to improve. So give me some feedback. So remember, phonesexcastle.com, where you are the king of all of your fetish desires. And soon will be found Six Dungeon, where you may be king of the castle, but you're the slave in my dungeon. Don't you like that? It just kind of rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> Also, to any PSOs that are looking, we are hiring over there at Phone Sex Castle. You can keep wherever else you're working at, if you're working for a night flirt or talk to me or anything like that, and you also want to branch out, feel free to contact us over there at Phone Sex Castle. We are hiring. So yes, we would love to help you out. And that is about it of that. But yes, that is my surprise, surprise for you. So now that I have surprised you with phonesexcastle.com, now I am going to educate you with a little word from Dr. Sue. Talk to us, doctor. Are you feeling confused about your kinks? Do you fantasize about your fetish and want to learn more? I'm Sue Storm. You might know me as Dr. Sue. If you're having issues with your kinks and fetishes, I'm here to help. If you love reading, you'll want to head to the DrSueReview.com, where you can find a myriad of articles, along with my entertainment audios and ways you can talk to me for a private session. Or, if you're more of a listener, you can pop over to InBedWithDrSue.com and listen to the over 100 podcast episodes with one that's sure to pique your interest. So check out TheDrSueReview.com and InBedWithDrSue.com. And now, let's get back to The Sissy Whisperer with Ms. Amelia Devine. Thank you, Dr. Sue. You know, just hearing her voice, you already know you're going to be educated. I mean, you cannot deny it now, can you? Dr. Sue, of course, if you are not following that woman by now, then you have got some serious fucking issues. She has got a wonderful podcast that has been around for a while, and she just has some great, great information on there. Her upcoming podcast is going to be on Tuesday, August 25th, and it's going to be called Help! My Husband Has a Fetish, Now What? Oh, believe me, she's going to be very, very helpful on that. And she's going to be answering your questions. She's going to be taking your confessions, and she is really, really knowledgeable on what she proclaims honestly i mean she is the cuckold queen in my book she is the cuckold queen 
She's a lifestyle cuckoldress. She's in a female-led relationship, and you know you can't go wrong. So you can go to In Bed with Dr. Sue, especially on August 25th. You can hear her podcast, but there's also so many other podcasts that she has that can really help educate you. And if you are also curious, she has a nice, wonderful blog spot called The Dr. Sue Review. I mean, that is some straight talk right there. She does not hold back on the Dr. Sue review. I tell you what. So listen to her blogs. I'm sorry. Listen to her podcast, read her blogs, and then give her a call and worship her because it's going to be the best thing you've ever done in your life. Now, chastity. Oh my goodness. I have had so many sissies who have tried chastity and they didn't like it, or have read about chastity and are scared to do it, or have decided that they are just not going to do it because uh, the only reason I could think of is because you still want to have an orgasm. And, you know, that's all fine and dandy if you're just going to be calling somebody up for about, say, 10, 15, 20 minutes and living out your little fantasy and stuff, and then boom, boom, out go to lights, call you back later. Great, wonderful. Sometimes you just got to use your imagination and that's it. But I am talking tonight to the real sissies, to the ones who want to incorporate the sissy lifestyle into their life, the ones who know they are not happy doing anything else. They're not happy trying to perform as a real man in bed, that they are not happy having to look like the alpha out in the real world, and that they know that their full sexual gratification isn't based around having a wank fest and then popping out a load and then we're done. So if you are one of those little quickie sissies out there and you just want to be a sissy for the 10, 20, 30 minutes that you paid for, fine. You go do you, you know, live your life, have fun, live your best life as Brad Mondo says. But I am talking to you real sissies right now. So let's talk about chastity. What is chastity? Now, chastity is based off of the chastity belts that were for women. It was wonderful little metal belts. Some of them had little like, you know, spikes around the pussy area. Those wonderful things that they would put on women, you know, nice little chastity belts. And it would always, of course, the whole purpose of it was to stop a man from being able to fuck her. It's pretty simple. It's not a complicated device here. There's really no instructions that you need. Put it on, lock it up. You can't fuck her. She could pee. But you try to stick stick your dick in there, it's going to get cut. So those were used in um, times where, you know, actually they were used all the way up, if I'm not mistaken, to like the early 20th century, they would still use them. And I know that some parts of the world still use them today. So it's really kind of creepy how they're still out there. But these weren't used because it was a fetish or desire or, you know, anything like that, they were used because, you know, either one, the father was trying to protect his children, his daughters from being raped, or two, the husband was a jealous husband and made his wife wear one and he was the only one that had the key, or three, it was even used in um, asylums where women who were considered hysterical, and I put that in quotations, Because usually hysterics meant that, oh, you talk too much, or you had too much of an opinion, or you enjoyed sex. Dear God, they enjoyed sex. They would put chastity belts on women in the asylums. So a chastity belt was used a lot and still is being used to this day to stop women from being able to enjoy sex. So as with everything else in sissification, You have to look at the fact that a sissy wants to emulate a woman because they adore women. They see the beauty of women and they are jealous of women. And so what has come out of that is chastity. 
That's right, girls. Chastity. Now, of course, you don't have a chastity belt, which, you know, hell, maybe one day I'll invent one to have a nice little chastity belt to put on a man. But what you have is you have a cage. And that cage locks around your testes. You pop your little testes through the hole. So it locks around there. And then you stuff your little clitty inside the cage. And then you lock it up. It's very simple. Which, what that does is it stops you from being able to have an erection, which in turn will stop you from being able to jerk it off, which will in turn stop you from being able to have an orgasm. And of course, you can't fuck a woman with it. So that's what the chastity is for. And that's why the chastity has started to be used on men, especially sissy men, because you want to emulate women so badly. You want to be a part of our life. Well, okay, here's your chastity. Enjoy. But what is happening is I am having a lot of sissies coming up and saying that they're afraid of chastity or they don't want to incorporate chastity. And and chastity is actually very, very important for a sissy. Now, I'm not saying that the sissy needs to lock it up and never unlock it, never experience a sissygasm. You know, eventually it can turn into that. I am not against it. But that's not what I'm going to be saying in this podcast. But what I am saying is that a chastity is perfect for a sissy to learn control. That's right. Learning self-control. Now let's go back and let's talk a little bit. Most sissies, when they discover sissification or they discover how they are drawn to the feminine more than they are to being masculine, they usually discover that in their prepubescent years. And it's nothing sexual for them at that time, but they are noticing panties. They are noticing bras. Sometimes they're even noticing the feel of different fabrics. And to them, it is something that they are just fascinated with. They don't exactly know why, because, I mean, prepubescent, you really don't sit there and say, oh, my God, I'm going to jerk my little dicky to this. It's so great. (laughs) No, but there is a fascination to it. And they start wanting to wear those things or incorporate those things or even just play with those things. And then as they get older and they go into puberty and all of that, some sissies shy away from the enjoyment of putting panties on and they try to live their lives as a normal, straight, alpha male. But they're finding their minds always going back to wearing lingerie or some sort of lingerie. They may see a lingerie ad and... For a moment, they're not thinking, oh, that woman's hot. They're thinking, I would love to have a pair of those panties. Or what would those panties feel like if I'm wearing them? So it all starts with that. And it grows from there. Now, majority of sissies do not take it any further. They either can't, won't, are afraid to, or are just, you know, trying to carry on in their life and act like nothing happened. Fine. But a sissy that really wants to embrace it, a sissy that has finally, for some reason, somehow, some way, has learned to embrace being a sissy, they want those panties. And they want to put those panties on. And what those panties do Besides giving you the feel of feminine and the feel of the fabric and the lace or the satin or the cotton or whatever you enjoy having rubbing against your little clitty, it also constricts you. That may be something that you don't really think about. But yes, panties constrict you. And as they're constricting you, They're pressing your balls closer to your body and that's causing body heat and that's causing 
the death to all your little spermies that you have in there, in turn lowering down your testosterone. So you start noticing after years of wearing panties that you may not be getting as erect as you used to, or you're enjoying wearing the panties more than you would be wearing boxer briefs. Because when you put them in boxer briefs, you just don't have that feeling, that enjoyment, even that constriction. And you start to crave it, and you start to need it, and you wear panties more and more. And even further into that constriction, there are many sissies who want more constriction. They'll put pantyhose on over their panties. So as they've got those pantyhose on, over their panties, it's like they're double constricting. And they're enjoying that constriction. And whenever they do get some type of an erection, it's nowhere near as much as it would be if you were just completely freeballing it and letting your wanker do what your wanker does. But you are feeling that constriction pushing back as you're becoming erect. So it's it literally is a push and pull situation. So any sissy that enjoys wearing their panties or any sissy that enjoys wearing pantyhose on top of their panties or any sissy that enjoys wearing leggings, basically anything that's constricting you, that's already the step to chastity right there. It's just chastity is labeled exactly as the device to stop your erections. Everything else is just panties, pantyhose, leggings, compression pants, or, you know, girdles or spanks. They're all, you know, they're not labeled to do that. It's just a wonderful side effect that you have. But a chastity is set up for one purpose and one purpose only, to stop you from having an erection. And I think that's what's scaring most sissies. Not the fact that there will be constriction. Not the fact that their ability to feel manly will be taken away. But the fact that when they lock their little clitties in a chastity cage, they are admitting they want the constriction. They are admitting they do not want to have an erection. And that can be scary. It really can be, and I understand it. Every man was raised, one way or the other, in this patriarchal world that we have, to be a man. And the main show, the main proof that you have of being a man is that dick between your legs. Everybody talks about women have a penis envy, which we don't. Or everybody talks about, you know, having pissing contests, you know, men going at it, you know, I'm more manly than you. Well, you know, that's like a sword fighting contest. It's always something to do with the dick. Like that makes you a man. And so when you have that one little piece of you that is there to supposedly make you that man and you're purposely locking it up and stopping your erections that can just make that little piece of meat bigger and stronger and harder like a battering ram going at it. I'm going to knock down this dungeon wall. When you have it constricted like that, it's taking away your manhood. It's emasculating you. And men are afraid of emasculation. I have very few men who are willing to admit they love being emasculated. Very few. But the ones that do admit it, they start understanding it. They start accepting it. They start loving it. And the next thing you know, they are wanting to wear this chastity. They don't want that erection. Because that erection, what that erection does is it reminds them that they're not really a man. Yeah, it's going boing, boing, boing right now, but that's not a man. They're not a man. A sissy is not a man. A sissy is a sissy. 
as I've always stated, you're caught between female and male. You'll never be a woman. You'll never be a man. So you're right there in limbo. And that's how that works. So let's talk about something else about this too. The pleasure. The pleasure that you have whenever you wrap your hand around that piece of meat hanging there and you start jerking away all day long. Yeah, you're watching sissy porn, but you've grabbed it and you're jerking it. You're masturbating. You are jerking off that cock and you're going to come in your hand and it's going to go and that's it. And there's your orgasm. Doesn't matter if you were sitting there watching a sissy getting a butt plug pulled out of her little cunt and being filled with a masculine cock. It doesn't matter if you're watching gay porn and seeing a twink lying on his back with legs spread up in the air while a big bear just invades inside of their little anus. Doesn't matter what you're watching. As long as you can grab it. Grab it. So if you're locking it up, you can't grab it, can you? No. And if you give someone else the key, oh, that just makes it worse. Because if you locked it up yourself, at least you could unlock it whenever you want to jerk it. But to give someone else the key, that shows that whenever you're watching all of that porn that you love to watch, that means you can't do anything. You're out of control. Men do not like being out of control. You are raised to be strong men. Man that's in control. Maybe you're the CEO of a business. Maybe you are the patriarch in your family. You're the head honcho. Maybe when you walk into the gym, you're the one with the perfect physique, the 2% body fat, the perfect ripple of muscles. So why would you want to stop grabbing it, jerking it like a man? Because nobody gives a shit if you have muscles or if you're the CEO or anything like that, because deep down in your mind, you know you don't deserve it. You're just afraid to admit it. So you should be wearing chastity. <laughs> I know it's a lot to take in. And whenever I was thinking about how I was going to do this podcast, I was thinking about all these different ways that I could explain to y'all. I could either be really nice. I could be a little coddling. I could be hand-holding. But, you know, I'm always coddling or hand-holding. I'm not exactly the dom that goes out there and will just, you know, slam your ass down just to slam your ass. That's, that's not what I do. So I was trying to figure out how I'm going to put across to you that you need to be wearing chastity and make you believe it. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to tell you the truth. And the truth is this. If you are wearing panties, bras, slips, you're wearing high heels, you're wearing dresses, corsets, you're putting on makeup, you're wearing feminine products. You dream about putting rollers in your hair. You even have wigs all over the place. What the fuck are you doing with a dick? Hmm? Why are you worried about having an erection whenever that erection is not going to please any woman out there? Because a woman wants a man. Not someone that dresses up as a sissy behind her back and then tries to get in bed and fuck her. If you're dressing up as a sissy constantly and you have a girlfriend or a wife, do you think she hasn't noticed that you're not as much of a man that she wants? Think about it. When you're fucking her, do you think about that beautiful wet pussy around your cock? Do you think about how good it feels to be able to use that battering ram between your legs and penetrate her perfect, delicate, wet flower every time? Or are you using your little highlight reel from the sissy porn you were watching an hour before? 
Only you can answer that. It doesn't matter how much you try to convince yourself that you can live both lives. You can't. You can't. Because when you're wearing panties, you're already constricting yourself. You're already shrinking. And as you get older and the longer you wear panties, the more it's going to shrink. So believe me, your girlfriend, your wife, they know. They know that you're not the man that they want. Because they're using their highlight reel while you're trying to fuck them. And they're looking at their highlight reel of real men, real cocks, and being fucked the way they deserve to be fucked. So my last little point that I also want to make here, and we're going to go a little scientific here, because I love reminding sissies of this, because for some reason, and it baffles me, which it probably shouldn't because, you know, medical is like a hobby of mine. And I just, my mother was a nurse. My father was a paramedic. And I just have a hobby of medical. I love it. It's great. To me, it's fascinating. So when I mention these things to sissies, especially when I talk about chastity, it, it does kind of baffle me that sissies don't remember this. I mean, basic science, basic sex ed. Everyone was female first. Everyone. There is not a human being walking on this earth that wasn't a female. It takes the extra chromosome to go into the already fertilized egg. To turn you into a male. And that doesn't even happen until about the third month. So you were a woman. You were a female for up to three months of your life, for lack of a better term. So basically what has happened is where you would have had a clit, decided to elongate when the extra chromosome was brought in and everything closed up, the lips, the labia closed up, was fused together, turned into your balls. The clitoris elongated, turned into your penis. And that's how you got your little sack of fun. So you were a female first. So that makes you start thinking, doesn't it? If you are a female first, well, and now you have this thing hanging between your legs. The only way that you can really have an orgasm now is to actually jerk it off. Wrong. So very wrong. You see, the goddess and in her infinite wisdom decided that not everyone only needs one little orgasmic place. Women, we have so many. So many. I mean, even you alpha men out there, y'all have no idea how many we have. I mean, we got it on the inside. We got it deep inside. We got the clitoris. We got top of the clitoris, bottom of the clitoris. Hell, we have androgynous zones all over us. I mean, if you want to really make us have an orgasm, you need to learn all the androgynous zones, and you need to learn all of the different areas we can have orgasms, those wonderful O-spots. I mean, we're, we're good. We know how to have orgasms, and we have them in so many different ways, and they feel so good. But since you got the extra chromosome, a lot of those were taken away. But like I said, the goddess and her infinite wisdom... She decided, well, if I'm going to take all those away with this little extra chromosome, let me add an extra spot for them. Your prostate. Mm-hmm. Your prostate. And it doesn't matter how much you shrink up your little dicky-doo. It doesn't matter how flat your balls get. Your prostate's still there. 
your prostate will stay there. And your prostate isn't something that just gets beat with something long and hard and you go squirting all over the place. No, 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 no. If it's done right, you can press down on that prostate and you can have a continuous orgasm. You may or may not be shooting from it, but you can have a continuous orgasm until the pressure is lifted. You like that idea, don't you? Mm-hmm. See, y'all are so stuck on jerking it off all the time and think that you got to have that little five, ten second orgasm, but you're not thinking about the big picture. Yes, locking up your little clitty is going to stop you from getting an erection. In turn, stopping you from being able to beat your meat. In turn, stopping you from getting that external five, ten second rush of endorphins and whoop, it all goes away. That is not true because the moment you accept that you need to be wearing chastity is the moment you can start learning what it's like to have an internal orgasm. Mm -hmm. And that is a sissygasm. That internal orgasm is a sissygasm and you can have that when you're wearing a chastity. And it can last not 5 seconds, not 10 seconds, not 20 seconds. It could last anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour. And you will be so drained. Mm-hmm. So think about that. But of course you can't really enjoy it if you're letting that piece of meat between your legs hang free now, can you? Because the moment you start playing around with the prostate, and you have your little free balling going on, then you're going to end up having that little 5-10 second orgasm, and boom, boom, out go the lights. You have no control. None. But the moment you put on a chastity, you may feel like you're out of control, but you will have more control over your sissygasms than you ever thought were possible. So there you have it. A little education about chastity. I love chastity. And I do hope that it has told some of you sissies out there or educated some of you sissies out there on why you should be having or why you should be wearing chastity. And the fact that you're so damn scared of it only comes across because you think you have to be beating something in order to have an orgasm. You have to think out of the box, my little fag boys. You have got to be thinking out of the box. There is an ass ton more to life than just the few seconds of an orgasm, couple of minutes of an adrenaline rush, and then a cigarette and raining the fridge afterwards. Enjoy your fetish. Enjoy your kink. Enjoy being a sissy. Now, speaking of sissy, I'm going to play a little promo from a real life sissy, one that understands chastity, one that understands about the you know, anal orgasm, one that understands what milking is. Oh, I didn't cover milking. I guess you have to go look that up, don't you? But one who understands what it's like to have your masculinity taken away. And once that masculinity is gone, she knows what it's like to really enjoy being a sissy. Miss Kylie Gable. Hi, I'm Kylie Gable from Candy Apple Press, and I am a sissy. When I was in college, I was dominated and feminized by five very dominant young women, and my experiences with them have filled my dreams and my fantasies and provided fodder for my books ever since then. Speaking of books, Candy Apple Press has about 400 forced feminization, domination, and feminization books on Amazon and as well as other online retailers. We also, every Monday night, have a podcast that plays audios uh, based on our books and read by just amazing, dominant, alluring women who know how to put a man in, a, in his place, have sexy voices, 
and just do a great job reading these stories. So check it out on any place you listen to podcasts. It's the Feminization Boudoir from Candy Apple Press. New episodes are on Monday nights. And welcome back to the Q&A section of the Sissy Whisperer. I love it. So what'd y'all think about Miss Kyla Gable? Uh-huh. That's a true life sissy. And she writes such wonderful, wonderful stories. And they're all based somehow, some way on her learning experience. And I was able to get the honor and pleasure of reading one for her podcast, 32 Flavors. And it was so much fun. And I feel very honored to be able to do that. And check it out. It's on her podcast along with other wonderful stories. And you can also... Follow her on Amazon. You'll be able to purchase her books and support this amazing little sissy that we have. So let's go on to questions now. What do we have today or tonight or whenever the hell you're listening? I have actually got a few questions. I know some of them probably came in um, Whenever I was supposed to be doing the June one, and yes, I know I'm bad for that, but you'll get over it, and, or July one. I don't know. I've lost it. It's 2020. I have no fucking clue. If I wake up above on this, above this, this side, if I, I, see, you can't, I can't even speak. If I wake up on this side of the dirt, I'm happy. That's all I care about for 2020 now. I just want to keep waking up on this side of the dirt. So some of the questions were sent to me um, for the podcast that I wasn't able to do, and some of the questions are recent. So let's go through these questions, and before I do, I want to send out a couple of shout-outs, because I have, some sissies just, you know, they're amazing, and I love to give them a shout-out, and I need to be doing that more often. And so my first shout out goes to Little Daisy. I spoke to Little Daisy the first time last week on Verify Call, and she was just adorable. I loved her. She's such a sweetheart. And I just want to send a little shout out and a little kiss to you. And then we have my little Candy. You know who you are. My little Candy who did so many tasks. And I'm, I'm serious. She did so, so many tasks to earn a pair of my panties, and she has earned them. She has. And I need to send them out to her. And I need to find the fucking post office that's not going to be all crazy or creepy or close any weird damn time of day and all of that, so I can actually get them sent out to her. So yes, Candy, I am still working on that, and I love you, Sweet Pea. You did a phenomenal job. I may even actually autograph the panties for you. You never know. So, I also want to send a shout out to some of my sex worker friends. Miss Peyton, honey, you are fabulous. You are fabulous. I love you. You are kicking ass. I mean, Peyton breaks you on Twitter. Go find her. Go follow her. Go talk to her. She is just as adorable as a day is long and meaner than a damn snake when she needs to be. Gotta love her. And Miss Natasha. Oh, the female supremacist. I mean, she is. She is on top of it all. I mean, you sit there and talk to me all the time about turning you gay. It's not my thing to turn you gay, but God damn it, she'll turn you gay. <laughs> she is amazing. And I love her. And she is, you know, just a lifetime, lifetime female supremacist. She knows exactly what she's doing. And I also want to send out a little love. To Master Black Rod. Hi, honey. I love you. Such a sexy, sexy fucking man. Oh, my God. And the man offers me little virtual blunts all the time. I love him. Me and him getting high and having a sissy to play with. That's going to be some fun times right there. <laughs> so, hello to all of y'all. And I... Just want to let you know that I love you. Oh, my God. And Dominikira. How could I forget? How could I forget Dominikira? I love you. She is my witchy sister. She is very much interesting. I mean, she will cast a spell on you. You wouldn't believe. 
And my last little shout out from Miss Dominic here, because it reminds me about the shout out. And this is an actual serious shout out, and I hope that um, he hears it. I want to send a shout out to Cody. Um, Peyton, Dr. Sue, and Kira and I have done a few audios for Cody. And they're all hilarious, and they're great, and they're so much fun. But Cody has had a little bit of an accident, and we are so glad that that accident didn't take Cody away from us. So we love you, Cody, and get well soon, and let us keep humiliating your little faggoty ass, your tiny little dick, and your little virgin self. <laughs> oh, baby. But yes, Cody, we love you, so shout out to you. All right, let's get to these damn questions. My God, I'm sitting here just babbling away like I ain't got nothing to do in my life. So let's talk about these questions. So the first question we have is from Rosie. I was looking at FetLife, and a group of ladies were saying that they felt sissiness was misogynistic because of the way sissiness is often portrayed. Is that right, Miss Amelia? I really enjoy dressing and feeling like a silly sissy, but would hate to think that I was harming anyone. Thank you for your lovely podcast. They're wonderful. I hope you're doing well. I am doing well. Thank you for asking and thank you for listening. And thank you for this question. Now, I'm going to reread re something very slowly so that my sex worker friends, sisters, brothers, can hear this mainly my little sex worker sissies my that my sex worker sisters can hear this i really enjoy dressing and feeling like a silly sissy would hate to think that i am harming anyone Honey, you're not harming anyone except for those that don't, have, that don't have enough confidence in themselves to not be harmed. Being a sissy and dressing in female clothing and acting feminine or being in touch with your feminist side or anything like that is not in no way degrading or being misogynistic. It's just not. And I don't, I, I can't tell you where these women get this idea from i'm not them i can only tell you what i've learned in my years of being a sissy mistress and what i've always seen is that whenever a sissy is wearing panties or a bra or you know embracing that feminine that sissy side they're doing it because they respect women so much and they're actually jealous that women are able to do this. I mean, I can wake up tomorrow and throw on a pair of high heels and a tight dress and some, you know, stockings and get my hair done perfectly and go get my nails done and have the most perfect makeup on. It is perfectly fine. It is perfectly fine. I could be as sexy as I want to be. It is perfectly fine. But... To have a sissy look at me and say, God, I wish I could do that. I wish I could just dress up like that and go out and be perfectly fine. But they can't. So they've accepted the fact that they will be humiliated for it. But it still brings them a thrill. They know they're going to be humiliated. They know they're never going to be a woman. They're not trying to be a woman. I have not met a sissy yet, a true sissy, who was actually trying to be a woman that's not what they're trying to do they're just trying to emulate what they admire so to me when i have a sissy who is doing this who is dressing up who is embracing that feminine side is kind of like when weird al yankovic takes a number one song and as a parody of it. That's respect. That's respect. And I look at it as respect. I look at it when I tell a sissy to put a butt plug inside of you and put on a pair of panties and a bra and go to a glory hole and be the little sissy whore cocksucker you are. When you do it, you're respecting me. And that's what I like. 
So no, honey, it's not misogynistic. You keep doing you. And you keep sashaying all that shit that you got. And you rock it. Because I know you can do it. I know you can. And don't forget to swallow. Always swallow. <laughs> the next question we have is from, and I love this name, Tammy the Tranny. Don't you just love that? Tammy the Tranny. Isn't it cute? Uh, I'm loving your podcast. Hearing your silky voice talking about sissification is so naughty and exciting. Ooh, you are so welcome, Tammy the Tranny. <laughs> I'm just wondering what you think about devices with electroshock remote control. Ooh. There is a company called Dream Lover Labs who make these units with three different shock levels and an arouser button for vibrating the caged. Let me repeat that. Vibrating the caged clit. I would be very I would be a very attentive submissive if a dom made me wear one of those. Hoorah. <laughs> I'd hope so. <laughs> a bitch pay attention. <laughs> um thanks again. Horny regards, Tammy. Oh my god, Tammy, you are too funny. <laughs> you are too cute. I love you. Um I like them. I like them. I haven't used um I haven't actually used a device with um, electric shock remote control. I have used TENS units. Um, and I, those are a lot of fun. You know, you can even put those on the balls while you're being locked up in a cage. And it's a pretty interesting reaction. So I've used TENS units and I've put the TENS units on different levels. And if you don't know what a TENS unit is, a TENS unit is what you get usually at like a chiropractor's office or, um, you know, for... Um, if you're doing physical therapy for anything, you may get a TENS unit. What it's going to do is it sends an electroshock into your muscles and nerves, and it just kind of stimulates those areas, um, contracting and releasing, contracting and releasing. So it's like an exercise within an exercise, basically. Um, so you can imagine what it would be like to have a TENS unit stuck on your balls while they're locked up in a little hole and your little clitties all in a cage and stuff. So um, that's the closest I've come to electroplay. I haven't actually gotten an electro one. I want one. Feel free to purchase me one and send it to me. I would love to have one, but I've never used one. Um, so the fact that I've worked a lot with TENS units, it really is the same thing except with a little bit more of an outer, you know, little clicky feel, you know, like getting your you know, your hands, you know, get that um, static electricity shock. Um, and you have different levels of shocking with them. And I really like the idea of having those three shock levels and an arouser button for vibrating the caged clit. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. I'm going to have to go to the Dream Lover's Lab and see it. Um, but yeah, I like it. Now, there's some things that, you know, can happen if you're not careful. I mean, every, every bit of fetish play can cause problems if you're not careful. Um, especially when you're getting into, you know, the electro play and the tens units and, you know, even any kind of real, you know, CBT and stuff like that. So, you know, you do have to be careful. Um, you don't want to overdo it, even though, you know, sometimes it could be a little bit much and you're like, Oh, what more, what more, what more, you know, everything, you know, you have to be careful with it. But honestly, I would love it. And it would be even better if they were like the Wii Vibe. So you have not only the three different shock levels and an arouser button for vibrating the caged clit, but it could be on Wi-Fi like the Wii Vibe is. And you could send me a link to control that. And then you give me a call while you've got it on. And here I am going through the different levels and a rousing button while you've got your little clitty cage. And I could watch you on whereby at my Molly house. And I could see you doing, oh yeah, we got, oh, it's a date, honey. Call me up, Tammy. We got a date going on, darling. No, I think they're great. Have fun with it. Just be careful. Don't hurt yourself. I mean, don't be stupid. You're an adult. Our last questions are from our good friend and pathetic little piggy, little roly-poly, 
little round belly bitch butterball girl all right well she sent two and you know i could read she sent one i think it was like supposed to be on the other podcast a little while ago and then she sent one recently so i'm gonna figure you know we'll, we'll just go ahead and i'll read both of them why not so the first one, how do you feel about a sissy purposefully gaining weight in order to get curvier and grow breasts and booty? Is there a limit or a boundary to how much assuming a sissy is healthy? Eat. Make yourself fat. Go for it. Make them titties big. Flop it out. I mean, like whenever you take a step, I just want to make sure there's earthquakes all around the world for each step that you take. Honey, you just want to hear me call you a fat little porky bitch. You know it, you little porky pig. But you know, you're a grown ass man or grown ass sissy, grown ass something. Honestly, I haven't really figured you out out yet. You know to be healthy. You know to take care of yourself. And you know, if you, there is absolutely nothing wrong with being a little porky piggy like you. Just be healthy about it. You know better. Well, the second one is actually a pretty interesting question. An interesting question. You can tell I am getting to the end of this podcast. My tongue and mouth are not working. All right. So the next question we have from Butterball Girl. One side effect of chastity is shrinkage. Yeah. Which I love. Good. Do you think there's a perfect sissy sexual status? I think a tiny clit with no balls is perfect. Others might think otherwise. You're right. Others might think otherwise. Like me. I think otherwise. I I don't mind ruining the actual penis. But I do like for you to keep some sensibility of testicles. And the reason why I like it is because every once in a while those things will still get a little tingle. You will feel them on your thighs. You will have to adjust them. Um, you have to, when you could tuck them up, it's always that reminder that there was a possibility you could have been a man, but just didn't work out for you. So I'm all for ruining the penis, but you know, let's leave the balls alone. Let's just let them die as they die. That's, that's my thrill. Um, I know others that when they do, um, like castration play or anything, you know, the whole idea is to get rid of the whole thing. Um, I'm all fine with, you know, the chemical castration and, you know, just making it to where the, you know, you basically have no sperm. You're just kind of squirting out blanks and all the way down to just having like little water coming out. Um, I play with a sissy today who she is wonderful and I love her to death. And she's done a lot of work to ruin her clitty and to ruin her testicles. And she's done a fantastic job over the years. And today, you know, she was sitting there fucking herself and I'm looking and she was fucking herself so well that that tiny little bit that she had left actually shrunk up. And I took a screenshot and sent it to her. And that was a wonderful thing to see. Still had little bitty balls there, but that teeny tiny little thing just kind of shrunk up a bit and was null. So yeah, for me, I like to leave the balls and that's just my evil little reminder of, <laughs> you thought you were a guy, it's just not working for you. Others want to get rid of the balls and the penis. Um, others say, just leave it alone. You know, it, it depends on the dom you're talking to and you know what she wants. So, but that's my opinion. I'm for ruining the clitty and keeping the balls. That's what I like. So on that note of keeping the balls, that is it for this episode of The Sissy Whisperer. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. And I hope that you remember to go visit phonesetcastle.com. Go listen to Dr. Sue's podcast and buy at least one Audible from Kylie Gable because I said so. So this is the Sissy Whisper. Have fun. Love ya. Mwah. Toodles.